0: We hooked up to power?
1: We are on power. Nice.
0: Who's doing the intro today?
1: I did it last time, and the time before that.
2: And?
0: And this time? <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, we can put stuff every now and then. We I can. do it sometimes.
0: Yeah? I'm not doing it today.
2: Listen, we all have roles on this show. You had one in that episode. Yeah, because you guys keep stealing it. That's not my fault. you got to get fast. Get good. Look, if you want to take extra jobs away from me, that's fine. (laughs) I'm not going to take one from you just because you want to trade these.
0: This is the post credit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do the intro.
3: (laughs) Josh really not wanting to do that intro. I do it every time. You don't do it. Every day, I do it Rachel Some of does t- I'm it doing sometimes. it right now. I, why do you I, not want
4: to
1: do the intro? That's your thing because I feel like I can't enunciate HQ movie review very well.
2: You just did. There you I go. I know,
1: but it when I'm doing the intro, it just comes out as
2: I'll go to the HQ <laughs> movie review.
0: If you beef it, we'll just insert that last one in.
2: Yeah, there you go. We can end with the magic of movie. So we like,
0: hello, and welcome to HQ movie review. I'm
2: Josh. <laughs> Or we could do like we did in the first episode and everyone do it and sound terrible. It was so (laughs)
0: bad. so bad. Bad.
1: Terrible. We we were uploading the video and we tested it and we're like, oh god, that's right, we did it that way. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Terrible. terrible. It's amazing how far we've come in such a short time. Anyway, roll the intro, please. You know, we've never done a cold open before. We haven't. What I'm saying is, maybe we just did. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to the HQ Movie Review. I'm Rachel.
2: I'm Josh. I'm Jeff.
0: And I'm Heather. And today we watched The Greatest Showman.
1: I love this movie. I think it's we all movie. love this movie. Yeah.
0: This movie is the reason that I bought a movie pass. That's fair. Back in the day. Oh, yeah. I saw this movie so many times in theaters off of that little card
2: single-handedly brought down the entire business
0: that was my goal and I accomplished it <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I used to not really like musicals at all really but I I'd say this this is the movie that made me interested in watching musicals as a genre like in general
0: what other musicals have you seen since
1: I mean Hamilton and Lim is not okay. too many but you know I'm more Before watching this Lame is Never gonna happen Would never have even been On the table But this was definitely My gateway into You know Musical Also movies. two out of
2: three of those Were Hugh Jackman yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> look, what I'm gonna say, I really l- enjoy watching Hugh Jackman movies.
2: Everyone enjoys Hugh Jackman. It's Hugh Jackman.
0: Hugh Jackman exactly. just wants to sing and dance. He doesn't want to be Wolverine. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> but the world wants him to be Wolverine.
2: <laughs> he was too good. Yeah. So, who's actually been to a circus?
0: I think I went and saw Barnum and Bailey's greatest show on earth as a child far, far in the past.
1: I, too, have vague memories of a circus that I don't know if is real or if I imagined it. But if it was, it was when I was, like, three or four.
3: I also have, like, vague memories, but not, like, of going to a circus, but watching a recording of a circus that I used to watch at morning care when I went to school. And I just vaguely remember... My one of my preschool teachers just playing this video and I just remember going like, oh, what's this?
2: That's interesting.
1: Jack, Jack goes, hey, has anyone been to a circus, Heather? I have vague memories of watching a thing about a circus.
2: Have I been to one
0: physically? <laughs> no. Look, In my mind.
2: <laughs> I've been to several circuses over the years. In my mind, <laughs> like I don't know if mine is real or not. Like to I be mine fair, might be real.
3: <laughs> to be fair, I don't even know if that those tapes were real. Like, <laughs>
2: okay, so
0: we have so we have two. I might have hallucinated it.
2: <laughs> I, have, I have. also been to the circus, the uh, greatest, the PT Barnum greatest show on earth circus. This was more like mid teens for me because we were taking my nephew to the circus Mm. and i was like oh i'm also coming along i guess because i've never been to one and then i went and i was i've been to one
0: did they still have animals at that point
2: i i don't remember this was like around the time when they were getting rid of the animals i don't remember if this one still had them it did not leave a big impression on me this circus
1: (laughs) nor i if i actually went (laughs)
2: Much smaller impression on you, Mr. <laughs> I'm not sure if it really happened.
0: My circus memory was one of those circle cages that the guy ro- drives the motorcycle around in. Oh yeah. oh yeah. That's all I remember. That and that someone like two rows in front of me slipped and fell. <laughs> um,
2: and they weren't a clown?
0: They weren't a clown. They slipped and fell. And I was so jealous because they were giving them so much free shit <laughs> to try and keep them like happy and not lawsuit.
3: Wow! <laughs> Dang.
2: Mine, mine definitely also had the ball of death or whatever it's called with the motorcycles. I do remember oh, that yeah. specifically.
1: You know what? I, I I did go. I do I do. <laughs> vividly remember that.
2: All right, I'm glad we unlocked this memory for you. You did.
1: You did. This is this is live. This is happening right now. I remembered.
2: Well, the show was recorded, so I mean it's live for me, okay? <laughs> good times, good times. <laughs> so the greatest showman. It's good for Hugh Jackman. He gets to sing things.
3: Lots of good songs. Like when I first saw the Greatest Showman. I was not expecting all the songs to be bangers, but they're all good. Not a yep. single
1: bad in the ba- bad one in the batch. Not a single bad batch. <laughs> not, a single not a single bad, single batch. bad batch. Oh man,
3: <laughs>
0: Star Wars
1: came in early. <laughs> Dang.
0: Yeah, Greatest Showman really is oops, all bangers. Especially like there are not a lot of musicals in general, but especially movie musicals that later release a re-recording of their soundtrack entirely sung by other artists.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's
0: the kind of chokehold that this movie had on society in 2017.
4: Yeah.
2: It was a different time.
0: (laughs) It really was. We were free back then.
2: (laughs) Free to imagine a time when the circus was still kind of shitty to people, but you know, could be painted in a, a constantly positive light. Yeah. <laughs> we
0: knew. We knew in 2017 we knew. that it was not, this was not the circus. This is alternate universe where the circus is um, moderately less problematic.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> where where P.T. Barnum, I almost called him Hugh Jackman, <laughs> where P.T. Barnum can go and lift the disenfranchised up out of the darkness and be like, hey, they're already laughing at you. Why don't you get paid for it? <laughs> Ew. Yeah, no, that was like I really, I really like how this entire movie. He's just saying this like borderline awful stuff to people, but it's Hugh Jackman, so he's extremely charming while doing it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm just glad that that's not the line that worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he had to make up some other bullshit to actually like get them to get on board with this, and and. I get it that it's still bullshit but at least that wasn't the line that worked
2: it's not like offensive bullshit it's like no they'll admire you this man lies through his teeth like it's nothing this is his bread and brother it's easier than breathing for him he just says anything
1: yeah B.T. Barnum literal compulsive liar and apparently it's genetic (laughs) yeah (laughs) they lied like once we only saw like 10 lines from them in the movie
2: yeah like listen those girls are so much genetically they inherited a song that he sang before they were born <laughs> <laughs> like, did you see his face when they started singing like a million dreams or whatever he's like I do, how do you know this song <laughs>
0: I've been singing that song for 25 years
2: yeah they picked it up like that song is genetic they inherited it from him It's amazing
0: I wanna talk about going back to the music for a minute. My biggest pet peeve in the songs is in Come Alive, that little intro piece, those first couple lines that Hugh Jackman sings are like not at all the same rhythm as any other part of the song. And it drives me insane every single time. And there's a little bit of a story in that the first time that I heard that song, it was like the live performance for Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or Good Morning America or something. And I remember watching it and thinking like, oh, that's offbeat, but it's live. So, I mean, you know, that (laughs) happens. And then the movie, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. This is not okay.
2: It's just how it is. That's just how it was written. I mean, it's kind of like how in Hamilton, every time they say Alexander Hamilton, it's not at all to whatever the beat of the song was. It's always to, like, the same beat as it was the first time they said it in the show.
0: But that one's at least a motif. Yeah. This is just, this is just, he was, like, talk singing for a minute before the song kicked in, and I don't love it.
2: That's fair. It's also, like, really deep and hard to sing along with.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: See, I like that.
4: Uh, That's
3: because you just have a deep voice. Well, it's not
1: that deep, but I can get closer.
0: It's not that deep, bro.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's still... Look, there's not a lot of songs that I can sing. So when I get some that are relatively deeper,
2: I I really like singing them. See, I feel like you could sing up there. You just naturally want to, like sing three octaves lower than everyone else yeah no i absolutely cannot sing higher no but your normal talking voice is up here in human ranges
1: yeah and then when i start to like add singing like essence to it whatever (laughs) you call that
2: <laughs> uh, melody? Everyone, nope, yeah. nope, nope. Pause yeah. the podcast. Singing essence. Please describe for me singing essence. What is this magic you weave into your voice to make it music? The vibrato of the vocal cords.
4: <laughs> That's <laughs> Not- a different thing.
2: <laughs> I don't
1: know, but whatever, whatever happens when you start singing, my voice just goes. Nope. You mean when you just talk but slower? What? I, I don't know. When man. you
3: talk with melody
1: yeah no it it doesn't happen at like my normal register it's like that's the high end of what i can get in singing
2: sure man i guess i'm (laughs) not like a vocal coach or anything i just feel like that's not how this works
0: i don't think that hang on i'm getting an expert
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh our first like guest expert on the show
1: I mean, honestly, I wouldn't mind getting, like, singing lessons, and maybe I can unlock, like, an upper register, but... Like a video I, game. He's
3: got he's to unlock that skill.
1: Yeah, it literally goes from, like, chest voice to just as... There's nothing between chest voice and just nasal.
2: Okay, I want you to start talking, and then in the middle of a word, just hold. Just hold in the middle of a word. It's not, Just no, hold you're in the not, middle of a not, word. Like, yeah like that exactly. he what did you did it you did it you sang he
4: can sing that's, <laughs> why,
2: that's singing
1: yeah that's like that's what I said I can sing at that yeah that's it <laughs> that's the highest I get I can't go higher
2: You're, I've heard your voice go higher when you talk <laughs> yeah it gets squeaky <laughs> alright we, we can we can unravel this mystery later
1: <laughs> we can unravel the mysteries of my singing voice. <laughs> but I just enjoy singing deeper.
2: I don't know why. I just had a vivid memory of the Fairly Odd Parents special Find Your Voice. Chip Skylark. Wow. <laughs> because you're trying to unlock the mystery of your singing voice. <laughs> Timmy Turner, not, not a terribly good singer in character, you know? Yeah. Tara Strong, though. I don't think I've heard Tara Strong really sing much. I'm sure she voices a character who sings at some point.
3: Twilight Sparkle. I'm sorry, oh. who? It's, from My Little Pony. Yeah,
2: forgive me for not remembering My Little Pony.
1: I I could not name a single character from that show. I don't know what this... Like, I know this exists.
2: I, I, I know enough about it because I hung out with people in high school who were fans of it. Yeah, see, I, I, would, I, 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 I would be... I'd be I don't want to say I associated with bronies.
0: That's what you just said, though. No.
2: Nope. <laughs> I knew people who were fans of it. It's not the same.
0: You ran in their circles. I did not. Or should I say, galloped? No. no. You get out.
4: This is what
1: I tried to avoid.
4: (laughs) Oh no!
0: I've been gone for like three weeks. I got the tank is full. Oh no!
2: Oh no! Save this sauce for someone else. a jack-of-all-trades, it is my job to know things.
3: (laughs) That's a terrible pun.
2: It's not a pun, it's a lifestyle choice. (laughs) I have an approximate knowledge of many things. Anyway, uh, the greatest (laughs) showman, yeah?
4: Yeah, the greatest showman.
2: My next note is just Zac Efron. (laughs) (laughs) Efron? Efron? Zac (laughs) Efron?
0: Zachary Efron. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
4: okay, can check that
2: talking point off the
4: list.
0: Um, I did hear back from our expert on singing essence, and I was informed that their immediate thought was, quote, tone? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Probably.
3: That makes sense.
1: I like singing essence. <laughs>
3: Of course you would. You have to
2: gamify this somehow.
3: <laughs> it's what all the bards use.
1: So Zac Efron.
3: So Zach Efron plays Philip. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Introduced with, well, I guess he wasn't introduced. He was introduced earlier, but like his first song, one of my favorites. Oh, that's great.
3: Yes. Could.
1: Oh my goodness! I love that song. The bartender is my favorite
2: character. <laughs> There was a point where we wrote a whole parody version of that song. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I could find it if I, if I really wanted to. I'm not gonna... We don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to.
0: I did tally the shots that were taken. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Versus Zach Efron versus Hugh Jackman. Okay. And during the song, I think that they both took a shot before the song started. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But during the song, Hugh Jackman took... One full shot. Okay. And he gave Zac Efron four full shots. <laughs>
2: yeah, I did notice at a certain point he was just like taking a shot glass and he gave Zac Efron one. And he just kind of put his down on the piano and turned around.
0: It's a whole like I love I love that whole detail. Because it tells such a good story he's like, you know, I'm trying to liquor him up so he, you know,
4: mm-hmm.
0: makes the makes the call to join. But I need to stay clear-witted, but yeah. I can't, like, make it clear that I'm trying to do this. So I'm, you know, half fill it. Like, at one point, he just pours, like, this tiniest little drop into his own glass and fills his all the way up. Yeah. He's doing half shots. He's, you know, presenting his. And then as soon as he turns around, putting it down or dumping it out.
2: Yeah, it'd be creepy if he was trying to convince him to do, like, anything else. Yeah. It's, honestly, uh, it's actually a little it's bit creepy. It's still problematic it now, now it's, yeah. It's, it's it's less creepy and more manipulative and problematic, yeah. It can be both. I mean,
1: it can. It's just I don't know if creepy is part of it. But, regardless, it's one of my favorite. Yeah. his favorite scenes of the movie. Also,
3: that
2: he's... bartender, my favorite character.
3: Yeah, no, he's great. Mm-hmm. Best character. Just...
2: The most amount of sass for a man with zero lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
3: I think it's one of the most
0: well-choreographed of the of the movie, too. Oh, definitely. Yeah.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Because not every... Musicals in the traditional sense, as opposed to a movie with singing in it, are supposed to have songs that are actively furthering the plot. And this is absolutely one of those songs. The other ones that I think really kind of fall into that category would be From Now On and A Million Dreams. And maybe to an extent This Is Me but I feel like there are songs that you can take out and you still have the
2: story. Yeah. yeah. If you took out, if we never saw Jenny Lin's performance and Never Enough wasn't in the movie, nothing about the story would really change. Yeah. Except we skip over the part where they show her being a good singer. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Rewrite the Stars could be co- taken out, you know, as a yeah. song. You know, you, you, you've you already established this these these this relationship so as as a song it's not strictly plot driven
2: yeah it it reiterates everything we know about the relationship they both like each other society says no they can only be themselves behind closed doors nothing new is gained from the song although it is a nice moment
1: it's absolutely a nice moment it does it does break the laws of physics though
3: it does absolutely break the laws of physics (laughs)
1: when when they have a counterweight and uh, Philip just kind of also grabs on the rope and it still keeps going up with uh, no problems. Doesn't even slow down. It's like, uh, hey, it's not operated by motors. This is a fixed weight on the other end of this.
0: So let me tell you why I disagree. Okay, let me know. I've got a point here. My point is that that trapeze is specifically set up for her and her brother.
1: Okay, then explain to me why when she's on it by herself, he doesn't just shoot her through the roof.
0: Well, she do still shoot up on some of them.
2: Yeah, they they do go up really fast.
0: They do go up really fast. Okay. And then sometimes she swings. Because it's also the counterweight is not like fully... Because they're going like up and she's lowering back down again slowly. Mm-hmm. So the counterweight is not over her weight like it's designed yeah
1: yeah. it's it's supposed to be at her weight so that way when she goes up it continues with momentum right but that's why it's so fine it needs to be so finely tuned and you can't just throw in more than double the amount of weight and still expect it to function
0: but she go no because she go up but then she starts going back down again how she
1: go down by herself
0: She's going back down again because the counterweight is lighter than her.
1: Okay, then how's the counterweight picking up both of them then?
0: Because it's still calibrated. Josh, I want to tell you something Uh that you may or may not know. Uh This is a work of fiction.
4: (laughs) There we go. There we go.
2: I mean, to be fair, he did hold... Like, when he was holding onto the rope, he was still on the ground and she was spinning around. Yeah. They
1: absolutely went up together Yeah, but that was the momentum
2: thing. Like, remember when... She, like, pulls it down, so it, it lifts up. Then it goes down and pulls her up, and he grabs her open and it pulls him up a little bit, and then yeah. he goes back down on the ground. The, no, the, yeah. there's a part where they're both swinging up in the air yeah, on Yeah,
3: there's it. a part where they both go up.
2: They're probably
1: sinking slowly. That's not how that works, It's though. really not how that okay, works. what if,
2: what if, <laughs> hear me out, it is how it works here. <laughs>
4: I know that's it is, how it works I here. I think not. you'll
2: find that people also don't spontaneously break in the song that they've neither practiced but both know the words to. See, you
0: know Josh, I know you've only seen three musicals,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but something that um, is a law in the musical world is that physics different.
1: Physics different. Yeah. Physics different. Uh, I see. So physics it goes by, by the rule different. of cool, huh?
0: Physics um, is actually very directly tied to the momentum of the song that they're singing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if they had suddenly stopped singing, it definitely they would have stopped died. working. Yeah. No, it would have oh, just
0: immediately. dropped them. Uh, that's I see. why they finished uh, the song on the uh, ground.
1: This is cartoon physics.
4: Yeah, it's yeah. like
2: when you're running over a cliff and you don't look down, yeah. you can keep running. Yeah. You as don't get you mad
0: when Bugs Bunny didn't die in Space Jam Two, <laughs> <laughs> driving the truck off the cliff. <laughs> yeah, fake fan. So that's right. I'm coming for everyone today.
1: <laughs> so yeah, cartoon physics.
2: New topic. Good, good, good segue. <laughs> I did want to talk about how Hugh Jackman SPT Barnum is constantly rolling, like, 19s and 20s on his charisma checks. Yeah. I mean... To his detriment sometimes. To his detriment. He he just has, like, a plus,
1: like, 13 to his rolls, though. Yeah. His hat. It's,
3: it's, it's the, the hat. hat.
1: It's definitely the hat. Are like, you
2: telling me this man has a hat that raises his charisma? Because that's a stolen joke, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Something witty entertainment is gonna sue us. <laughs> How narrow can I cast this? <laughs> that was pretty narrow.
3: That was, that was yeah.
1: <laughs> You're try, trying to get the Sword Art Online abridged audience <laughs> and the greatest showman and movie reviews. That is almost as narrow as I can imagine. Josh, our current
2: audience is two people, all right? This joke was for us. <laughs>
3: I do want to say, though, that within the first 15 minutes of the film, this man commits fraud.
2: Oh, yeah. He commits fraud and then laughs about it openly with his wife and children. She's like, oh, how'd you get this amazing $10,000 loan? He's like, oh, yeah. I uh, gave them the deed to our ships, our fleet of ships that are uh, sunken in the South
1: China Sea. That he stole the deed
2: from his last job. He stole the deed to a bunch of ships that no longer exist, then gave it to a bank as collateral. Well, I mean, they do exist.
1: They're just not worth anything.
2: It is amazing that he was able to pay that off without the bank being like, hey, hold on. We yeah. did some research on these ships. Yeah. We did I mean any this amount is, of research. This is
1: back in the day. How were they supposed to find out?
2: That's a fair point. I mean, but um, by that same logic. He could just, he could have given them anything. It's like, here's a piece of paper that says I own the moon. Uh, give me $10,000, please.
1: You're acting like that's not something that happened. (laughs) Maybe not with, like, P.T. Barnum, but, like, I'm sure plenty of people have done that.
2: Yeah. You can tell somebody a beach house in Idaho, I guess.
1: A deed's just a piece of paper. You can write whatever you want if your handwriting's good enough.
2: You think someone would do that? Just lie on a deed? (laughs)
3: absolutely someone would do that <laughs> especially if they had no way to check if it was real or not
1: yeah there's no database of houses land ownership databases
2: it is astonishing that anyone existed before the internet <laughs> right
1: imagine if you, just if you lived back then the amount of shit you could get away
2: with right like we were watching a show yesterday which i, I don't know if it's a spoiler for the show i don't know but like it's set in like the '50s, and the dad of this family just leaves. He just moves across country. And he's like, yeah. "Oh, I'm not coming back. Sorry." And that's it. He has a house that he owns, like a wife and a child, and he's just like, "Yeah, no, bye." Yeah, aren't they? Aren't they from like Kentucky or something? Yeah. Then
1: he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to Denver, Colorado. Bye. I'm staying
2: permanently." And that's it. And that, yeah, that's all he had to do. Nope. As far as I can tell we're not done watching the show but there's no consequences he just leaves yeah just
1: drives across country and decides to start over
2: and there's nothing and there's nothing tying him back to Kentucky yeah
1: like if he gets remarried over there it's not like hey yeah the the database of everyone's marriage says you're already married no nah, they don't have that
2: like I know the wild west is kind of like a cliche but if like can you living in the wild west you just walk into a town like hey I'm a doctor I'm like, oh, sweet, we need a doctor. Do you want to do some surgery right now? I have... This guy needs surgery. Do you want to just do surgery? You said you're a doctor. I believe you. Yeah. That's it. That's all it takes. Yeah.
1: Oh, you need you need me to show credentials? Hey, here's a piece of paper that says I'm a doctor written on it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Good enough for me.
2: I can't read it while I'm a doctor, so... That joke has layers. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> to talk about, like, actual, you know, film things... Uh, Never Enough is a really good song. I know we talked about, a few minutes ago, how Never Enough could absolutely be cut from the show and it would mean nothing. But also, it's a really good song because it perfectly describes both Jenny and Phineas at that point. Like, they're both insatiable. It's never enough for them. And that's also why, like, the first couple times you hear the applause, you zoom in on Phineas and he can't hear it because it's, it's nothing. It's not enough. It will not fill the hole in his life. I I thought that was a real neat... It's
1: real deep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I mean, I noticed not clapping, but I didn't put that together.
2: Because, like, both times people are actively applauding, but it's not enough to, like, you know, it's not fulfilling, and so we can't hear it. Hmm. Interesting. That's a cool take. Her name was Jen?
4: Jenny? Jenny Lynn.
1: Um... She's a real asshole.
3: Yeah, no, she's a jerk. Yeah, that,
2: was, that sucked.
1: Yeah. Sucked like, what she did. Like, this man, completely faithful the entire time. Like, that was never on his mind. That's a whole other issue, by the way, with, with him. Why didn't he take his family?
2: I don't, I don't understand why he couldn't have taken his family with him on this trip. I just assume it's the extra money of, like, having to room and board and feed them. Yeah. Because, like, he was... Like before the trip they're talking like, hey, we have to like double up on bunk beds for the entire orchestra. you need to get the cheapest uh like players you have. Like it's it's gonna be a fortune feeding and housing all of these people we're taking with us on the tour, and we're not gonna make any money till the forty first show. So adding the three extra people who also need to sleep and eat somewhere you know. is just an extra expense.
1: I just, it it couldn't have been that much more of expense, you know, in comparison to everything else, but still, I think it just, if he critically thought about the situation for like 30 seconds, he'd be like, ah, yes, I'm
2: traveling cross country without my wife with another woman. Um, well see that's the thing he was so faithful he didn't even consider it like yeah the entire time he's talking to her he's like laying on the charms he's like yeah I need her to like come with me to America and perform and this is gonna be great and he is not at all realizing that he has accidentally seduced this woman (laughs) yeah so like she's like oh yeah I've given you the world cheers and he's like yeah and then she like lingers in real close and is like oh no (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh I've made a mistake hey we can't do this And she's like how dare you 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 were so careless with people you're the one at risk and he's like what i've i've done nothing what like how are you at risk at all here (laughs) yeah he did nothing to string her along he was just a handsome charming gentleman and she's like Oh, you've scorned, my, you've scorned my advances. I'm going to financially ruin you, and then also ruin your marriage, because fuck you. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then the fire also on top of that. I know it's not her fault, but also just like the timing of everything was just like, wow.
2: He gets back. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to redevote myself to my marriage. Hopefully uh, Jenny Lin stays on tour, even though she said she was quitting. And then, And then he gets back, and the same night his circus is burned down.
1: And then the next day he gets the paper that says she's quit, and he's like, "Well, that's
2: just." It's it's not just that. It's the paper that says, "A, she's quit. B, you're cheating on your wife. C, scandal." Yeah. (laughs) I think C and B are related, but still. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh well, I've lost everything." Yeah. All in like, two days. It's a fun twenty-four hours. Yeah. Maybe forty-eight. I don't know how long the train ride was or where they were. They're in Cincinnati. That's where they were.
3: But then he gets to sing the absolute banger that is "From Now On."
2: Yeah, where they show up in the same bar from. Like, how? What is this bar? Why is it always empty? I'm. I like to imagine
1: that he's just like best friends with the bartender there, or like the the bar owner, if they're not the same person, and. He just, he just gave him the
2: keys. Yeah, or, it's
1: just, you know, he's, I mean, his picture of his family's on yeah, the wall.
4: Yeah, there are, there are, there are framed
0: pictures.
2: photos of this man. Yeah, there are several framed photos of him. There's one of him with the queen. There's one of him and his family. There's another one of him, like, in front of the... Like, I was paying attention. There are several famed photos of this man to the point where I was like, maybe this bar is in his house? Is this his... What?
3: Does he own the bar, Right. Because yeah. I'm like, why... First of all, like the other ones I can kind of understand cuz like sometimes it's like hey this famous person was here.
2: Yeah, it's like he oh, here's thing. him with the queen, but what? then there's just the one of him and his family. Yeah, then there's
3: just this his him and his family is like why why would that be there other than for plot reasons. Like I
1: said, he has to like have been best friends at one point with the bartender or owner and just like he's just allowed to, to go there at any time and you know drink.
2: Yeah, and steal beer.
1: Yeah. Also, my, one of my favorite parts about that song is at the end of it, he just runs out the door and runs on the train while everyone else is still celebrating.
2: Yeah, it's that's going to be super awkward. Like, you finish the song, like, all right, cool. Who's... Oh, he's he's gone. All right, well, now we're just here in this bar. Um, and then they, they all s- went
0: to sleep because they were drunk. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. They all get so
1: drunk, they pass out at the bar wake up and he's long gone like he was gone while they were still
2: singing the bartender comes in to open he's like who the fuck are any of you (laughs) (laughs) why are you here why have you drank all of my beer you need to pay for this
1: (laughs) yeah this is right at the point where no one has
2: any money yeah also like at the beginning of the movie there's a financial crisis going on yeah oh boy I know we, we jumped past it, but I did want to go back and talk about how uh, just more PT actually being kind of crappy things. Uh, he closes them out of, like, the banquet after Jenny's first performance. Ah, uh, yes. And mm. then he turns around and says the exact same words to her that he said to Letty. And it was the about, like, oh, they don't know it, but they're going to love you. Like, he closes his door on her face turns around and then immediately says that to Jenny. It's like, oh boy, that's its a really shitty thing to do. Yeah. Phineas. Also, he keeps leaving elephants everywhere and that's just (laughs) (laughs) like, this is New York. You can't just park that on the street, man. There's no DMV yet. He can't get a parking ticket. Yeah, but he can leave. Like, after the fire uh, Pickpocket Man, I don't remember his name.
3: O'Malley. O'Malley.
2: The marvelous O'Malley, thank you. He's like he's like, hey O'Malley, where are the animals? It's like we had to let him go. The building is on fire. What do you want from us? <laughs> and so like there's just a bunch of random there's like I don't think he had the lions at that point, but the elephants are just wandering around. The and zebras
0: s- are zooming.
2: Yeah. The, nope. uh, those aren't
3: zebras, <laughs> those uh, are painted the horses. Zebras. Yeah. <laughs> the the zebras. zebras.
2: I really, I really appreciate the fact that when he brings his family home with the zebra drawn carriage, you can clearly see that the snout or what the snout? What's the muzzle? N- muzzle? Is that that's the nose? The nose. It's just a nose. It's kind of the space behind the nose, but like that area is still brown. because it just wasn't painted? Because it's like it's not even like oh he took a black horse and painted it white, or he took a white horse made it brown. He took a brown horse, painted it black and white.
1: It was probably a little hard to like paint the horse face. Yeah. So they just kind of gave up.
2: I mean, listen, he painted the horse's undercarriage. I imagine the face would probably be easier to reach.
1: I think the horse just you know has more of a problem with it
2: yeah but all the dangerous parts are near the undercarriage
0: all the kicking parts are down there and the
1: kicking <laughs> yeah. parts are but the biting parts are up the front
2: horses are very dangerous animals why did we domesticate them
1: um for a lot of reasons but being dangerous is definitely one of them as well
2: they also are omnivores you don't really think about it they'll eat anything they absolutely will
0: they do be fun to pet though That's true.
2: They're pretty majestic. I'll give it to them. I'll give them that.
0: Have you ever fed a horse a carrot? (laughs) That's why we domesticate
2: (laughs) it. I just
1: vividly, for some reason, when you said, have you ever, just Pocahontas just popped into my head. (laughs) And I was trying to see how I could fit. Have you ever fed a horse a carrot into that song? (laughs) Something
2: about a blue corn moon? I don't know, man.
0: You do gotta be careful, though, because if you curl your fingers upward, then they think finger is carrot, and yeah. they can bite through it like one. Absolutely. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Do you remember that time I had to explain to you guys the look of Gift Horse in the Mouse phrase? Or in the mouth phrase in the mouse? <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at that horse's
3: mouse, friend! <laughs> I do remember that. Yes. In fact, I was thinking about that when we started talking about horses.
4: Good
2: ever look at gift zebra the snout <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's it <laughs> it's
2: really i don't know if we can use that as an episode title that's really that's really out there no
0: that is the title <laughs>
3: you,
2: i really like phineas and phil
3: <laughs> high school musical for phineas and phil
2: it's too many hats it's a hat on a hat it Is. Alright, Gift Zebra it is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> never look a gift zebra in the snout. To be fair,
4: to some, be fair. Of, some
3: of the other ones are also pretty out there. Like Elton John Detected. I know that's from the movie, but that's like one or two instances in the movie. Listen, I will
2: I will never say that we're not grasping at straws with these titles.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't believe I miss Lion King.
2: Yeah, we, you missed some really some really good chances to like shit on the live action Lion King. Oh yeah, this is all getting cut, right? Depends how much
3: time we need.
2: <laughs> and who's editing? It's <laughs> gonna be me.
3: You missed us talking for like ten minutes about the Lion Guard. Oh my goodness!
2: Oh, we talked for so long about the Lion. The Guard. Lion
3: Guard has some
0: generational <laughs> trauma subplots. <laughs>
2: Yeah. It does. Travel to Asia. It's really weird. <laughs> it's not even the greatest showman. <laughs> there were lions in the greatest showman. Yeah,
0: yeah. it all ties together. <laughs> it's nope. lions all the way down.
2: Nope. Nope. Where did they get those lions?
3: Um, Where'd they get the elephants? Somewhere.
2: I imagine they just found. Do you, you know how easy it is to spot an elephant in New York? <laughs> what? my my point being is that they were the same elephants before they just caught them again where were the elephants where did well, well, he get them the
0: first time? time?
2: that's not important
0: they were wax <laughs> and then they were alive
2: yeah because his daughter said you need more living things and so I don't know but
0: how did mm, she wish them? them alive?
2: yeah they had the wishing machine he... is it the
0: same place where Josh's physics is? yeah <laughs>
2: yeah he
1: ordered it off Amazon of course uh, yes <laughs>
2: Amazon. Oh, yes. I mean, if elephants lived in, like, the Amazon rainforest, that'd be a really good joke. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I know we were just joking about, like, how you don't have to follow logic in the musical, but I really like how he has this future vision of the circus at the beginning of the movie, and, like, he perfectly predicts the end of the movie, even the parts he couldn't have known. Like how they're in a tent and Zendaya's there. It's like, hold on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The tent thing was a last minute decision that you made because your building burned down and this woman hasn't been born yet, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate the cinematography of it all. And the opening song is great. But it is weird that he just imagines that as a child looking at like a suit in a window.
1: And he also knows like what he's gonna look like in the future. (laughs)
2: I mean, I feel like we all want to imagine we're going to be Hugh Jackman when we grow up. I want to be Hugh yeah, Jackman. Yeah, but he actually gets to up.
1: be, and that's not fair. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Someone had to be Hugh Jackman. Statistically speaking.
1: Yeah. He definitely won the lottery on that one.
0: Someone say the the Hugh Jackpot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there it is. It was, I was desperately trying to think of something. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm just disappointed in myself that I didn't come up with
2: it. Listen, you can't you can't slam dunk all of your layups, man. You set it up sometimes just alley oops to someone yeah. else. Spike it in. Sometimes those are the best plays. I'm, I'm just glad that all of those metaphors are from the same sport. I was.
3: Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, sports ball. It's the one with
2: the basket.
1: Jack, you know basketball, and and basketball. <laughs>
2: You know very well right? I know Say at least it. one of their sports.
0: Say it. When does Space Jam come into
2: this? I mean, <laughs> a couple weeks ago now. Jam I mean, Central was episode 12. If
0: we're talking about basketball, <laughs> we gotta talk about the Looney Tunes.
2: Do you have a Basketball Jones?
0: Did the Monstars feature in The Greatest Showman or not?
2: What? I don't what know.
0: I'm really just about. throwing a lot of spaghetti at the wall right now. Are we done? <laughs> <The> spaghetti doesn't <laughs> stick to stuff. <laughs> you don't know about throwing spaghetti at the wall? No. Okay. Have you I mean, never
2: heard like, that phrase? Have no. you never tried throwing spaghetti at a wall?
0: That's how you no. know when it's done. Is you take spaghetti and you throw it at the wall, and if it sticks to the wall, then it's done.
2: If it falls, then former once winter. <laughs> 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 I could not. <laughs> I not say it with a straight face. Also, four months is probably too many.
4: <laughs> this is, good. This is a good episode.
1: Four months is probably longer than a season.
2: It's a good episode. A lot of good jokes. I can't imagine how I'm going to cut any of this.
0: Half of it has absolutely nothing to do with Greatest Showman.
2: That's never stopped us before. I
0: feel like this might be one of the least on topic we've ever been. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's probably about right. Yeah, It's the least off Star Wars topic we've ever been.
0: We did Bad Batch very early. Yeah, that was yeah. a good
2: m- minute one. Yeah, <laughs> we did it early, but we got it out of the way. You assume we can't go back to it.
1: I, I've, I've brought this curse upon us. Right you now. know what <laughs> I
0: saw at Target? What? I saw uh, they got the Star Wars Hot Wheels back in, Ooh. but they had one that was General Grievous in the like little tire thing. From episode three, oh. and I almost bought that shit. You mean
1: one of the only vehicles that has wheels?
0: <laughs> I did buy the Millennium Falcon. Um, I'm gonna do another terrarium.
1: Why would Hot Wheels buy the license to Star Wars stuff? Because it's, it's, it's a cool.
0: money. Ca- it's it's money. It's Her printing name is money. Hot
1: wheels
0: money. They pour ninety nine the metal 99. into the die cast, and they open it up, and there's a ten dollar bill.
2: <laughs> but it's like their whole thing is wheels yeah listen also they do make car versions of like star- they do make star wars themed cars in addition to ships
1: i get it i get it it's just it's funny to me that hot wheels <laughs> make star wars stuff when star wars specifically has so few wheeled vehicles
2: i think i, I can only think of two right now but i know there's at least one more
0: there's the Jawa bus. I think they use
2: tank treads. Does that use wheels? I don't
0: know. Isn't that that's it rolls. It doesn't float, and that's the criteria that I'm
2: using. Fair enough. I get the tank treads are just wheels with belts on.
0: Yeah. Um, there was a snow speeder that was on the ground. Um, that recently not. showed up in a practical effects thing about Star Wars from
2: Was
1: it Empire in, Strikes Back. Was it in the, the show like movie whatever it was no it
0: was in the movie it was in Empire Strikes Back but they were talking about um like that a lot of the early Star Wars stuff they just kind of had to use whatever and then make it look like space and it was literally just like a snowmobile that they uh-huh. like put a skin on
2: huh, okay see I was thinking about like that big tank thing from like the Clone Wars it's like a big like eight wheel tank it looks like a caterpillar but with giant wheels on the sides mm-hmm. There's that thing, and then there's General Grievous' big wheel that he sits in.
0: When you said Caterpillar with giant wheels, um, I did fully think that you were talking about the siege-breaking vehicles from Avatar The Last Airbender. Bruh.
4: (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah.
2: Sokka's big caterpillar tanks for Earthbenders. That's in Star Wars. Honestly, I mean, it's not like a... I could see that in Star Wars. Yeah. Go to, like a swamp planet or something they're there didn't the wookies have wheels i feel like the wookies had a wheeled ship i do remember there being droids with wheels attacking droids have wheels yeah that one droid is a wheel you know the one
0: there's actually two round droid
2: are we talking about destroyers because they only transform into wheels sometimes they don't count
0: no i was talking about bb-8 and also Dio.
2: I mean, Dio has a wheel. BB, it's a ball. BB, it's, it's, it's an
0: omnidirectional wheel.
2: <laughs> also <laughs> known a as sphere. a ball. <laughs>
4: He's
2: spherical.
4: It's spherical!
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. Drake and Josh joke.
1: Uh, it's, I love that joke. Good old rip on the Xbox.
2: <laughs> so this is what we've come to? Is this... <laughs>
0: I mean, I can just keep telling you like unhinged things
2: about the Greatest Showman, or just in general.
3: I can just pull in up general the
2: trivia page on Greatest Showman. Heather, that's your whole. job. What have you been doing this whole time?
3: That is not my job. That's Brandon's, <laughs> Brandon's job, <laughs> and he's not job here. It's not <laughs> here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we <really>, trivia.
3: <laughs> so Rebecca Ferguson, who played uh, Jenny Lind. Uh, Her voice uh, was dubbed by Lauren Alred for the song Never Enough. Oh, yeah. That pisses me off so much. They should have just cast someone who could sing. Well, so Ferguson had studied music and admitted that she can carry a tune. But since Jenny Lind, her character, is considered the best singer in the world, dubbing her voice would be in service of the movie. However, in order to get into the role, Ferguson insisted on singing the song in front of the extras while filming. So she could sing. Just just, not that great. Just not that great.
1: So then they just, they did a high school musical again. Yes. With Zac Efron. And
2: his watery eyes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That boy was always about to cry. The whole movie.
1: He never blinked.
3: (laughs) So, speaking of Zac Efron, he said that the kiss between him and Zendaya that they had in this film was his favorite kiss of all time. However, he has also joked that his kiss with Dwayne Johnson in Baywatch was his favorite.
2: Which is it? I need to know. Honestly, that's... I, I don't know if I could choose. That's that's, that's a really that's a really hard criteria. Like, yeah. And then we all just kind of sat and thought about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How does one compare two sunsets?
3: Hugh Jackman stated that this film was the hardest he prepared for uh, compared to Logan. Wait, so, wait. So okay, All that right. I Word for word, what it says is Hugh Jackman stated that this film was the hardest he prepared for compared to Logan.
0: Y'all know the from now on rehearsal bit, right?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: So, like, he showed up to New York to do, like, the... Rehearsal with all of the rest of the cast for mm-hmm. from now on, but he had just had, um, like surgery on his nose, I and they were like, that. You cannot sing this right yes, now, yes, because you will rip your stitches out.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And he was like, Okay, and they had someone step in for it, it was, and um, also they were playing like, the, it was Jeremy Jordan, yeah, but they like they were playing the, the intro music for it, um, and He's just like, no, 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 no. And he gets up, and he does the song, and it was absolutely... The video for it is just... There's such an electric energy to it. Yeah. And he ripped his stitches out, and he had to go get them put back in after
2: the rehearsal. <laughs> he just had the music in his soul, and he couldn't contain it. Yeah, it just had to flow. <laughs> also, like, I'm really glad he qualified it with, like, besides Logan, because I, like... The amount they have to, like, dehydrate you to get the muscle definition for, like, superhero movies is ridiculous.
0: And yeah. dangerous. And
2: dan- yeah, yeah, and dangerous. It's also wild thinking of, like, do you remember what he looked like in that first X-Men movie?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs>
2: yeah. He's, he's a very soft man. Like, he's still, like, muscular and stuff. Like, I wouldn't fight him. But, like, compared to how he looks in Logan, where he's like, oh, you have... Con- I can see every single one of your muscles.
1: And veins, and just yeah, you look like a, a very thin. You look layer like you were drawn skin. by Todd McFarlane.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like the thinnest skin covering just a hundred percent muscle.
3: So Jenny Lynn was actually written with Anne Hathaway in mind.
1: Hmm. That makes sense. Interesting.
3: Can definitely see it though.
1: I can see it. I like. Anne Hathaway too much I don't I w- I'm glad she didn't get the role
3: <laughs> okay
1: like I, I I enjoy her as an actor and that's a really kind of shitty role
2: <laughs> I don't want her to do anything I don't I dislike yeah exactly
0: I feel like it would have um I kind of like that with the exception of Hugh Jackman a lot of the cast is people that you don't necessarily recognize at first glance yeah, yeah. oh and I feel like Anne Hathaway would have maybe detracted from Huge acting
2: show, a little bit. I mean, case in point, we've been calling his character, like, we've been calling them by their actor names the entire time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess we had Zac Efron in there too, and it didn't yeah. take okay.
3: away. Okay. Jeremy Jordan was originally supposed to play the role of Philip Carlyle, but Zach yeah. Efron was given the part instead because he's more popular.
4: <laughs> Oof. Oof. I, I mean, think he is. I would
3: have preferred Jeremy Jordan. Nah. I mean, I could see singing Jer- voice-wise. I could see Jeremy
0: Jordan doing it, but I feel like just the way that he delivers a lot of his singing, I don't think meshes well with the style of the musical. That's fair. Because he does have a very distinct delivery to mm. it like Ben Platt has a specific delivery. Can we talk about how Ben Platt is like looks 30 years old in the D-Rev and trailer? He does.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh man. Also I heard about what songs they were taking out of it and what that means for the show. Oh yeah. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa What songs are they taking out? They're not opening they're no longer opening with anybody have a map. What? That's not in it anymore. Good For You is taken out. Okay what else did they I pull I don't remember the third one I don't remember what the third one was but it's very much like the the way that they've um the songs that they've pulled kind of indicates that we're trying to paint Evan in maybe a better light or a more sympathetic
2: yeah which is not
4: which great is not the he point does,
2: <laughs> does a bad thing and then realizes the consequences of it and you took out the song where he realized the consequences of it mm.
4: yeah
3: like Dear Evan Hansen, love the songs. Songs, great. Actual play itself, I can't watch it.
2: I think it's also funny that none of the promotional material has used the song Dear Evan Hansen.
3: <laughs> you mean Sincerely Me?
2: Yeah, Sincerely Me. It's the one where they say Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's, the, it's I guess like it's not the titular song because it's not the same title, but like, it's where the title comes from. It's the roll credits song.
3: Yes. Yeah, basically.
2: <laughs> but it's also like a goofy, a fun, goofy song, and like, no, we want this to be a serious, emotional, like drama or whatever. Is how they're promoting it.
0: Did you also hear? Sorry, I'm on a bit of a musical theater um, sidebar right I mean, now. It's,
2: it's more relevant than what we've been talking about.
0: Did you guys? Were you guys involved at all in like all of the Twitter drama when? Uh, Leah Michelle did not get the lead in Funny Girl.
2: <laughs> I was not, but I imagine it's very juicy drama.
0: The context of it, just like, because she was Rachel Barry in Glee, and that song Don't Rain on My Parade is like the the big number for um Funny Girl. And her character in Glee stars on Broadway in Funny Girl. And it's her whole dream and it's this whole thing. And she, I guess, at, like, a concert that she was doing, turned to the person who was directing Funny Girl on Broadway and was like, you know what? I'm ready. Let's do it. And then they cast someone else. Oh, that's
2: rough. And
0: everyone's, like, it's it's bad. It's bad to laugh about, but it is a little funny. It is,
2: it is funny.
0: <laughs> I think that's all my musical theater news. Um, going back to Jeremy Jordan, I... I feel like he would have done a fine job in this show, but I I kind of prefer that it's Zac Efron. I like Zac Efron. I like That's Zac Efron. It. I feel like yeah. he had really good chemistry with Nadia too. Yeah, and they did they did their own stunts for Rewrite the Stars. Yeah, they did. Like they did that. I loved like watching the behind the scenes clips of them trying to do the bit where they're like spinning against each other really fast. Yeah, and they just keep slamming into each other, <laughs> and you hear them like, oh.
2: So no, very impressive.
0: Yeah. So, can we do final thoughts? That's what I was thinking. Final thoughts, everybody?
2: I was thinking about Spider-Man, but we can <laughs> <thoughts. laughs> So, final thoughts.
0: I mean, I love this movie. It was definitely good to revisit it. Um, it's something that I watched, you know, so many times when it first came out. And I'm glad that I took a little break from it and was able to come back and kind of remember how fun it is.
4: Oh
1: yeah, def- definitely feel the exact same way. I remember when it first came out and I was like, kind of hesitant, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to watch it, and then I did, and then I was like, all right, well, now I gotta get the soundtrack and then listen to it in the car on repeat for the next three months, <laughs> and then watch it a bunch more times, and then, like you said, you, you uh, gave it some time and and now it's like it's it's a fun rewatch now
2: yeah i'd agree i i didn't rewatch it as many times as you guys did but i did have the like original soundtrack just in my phone constantly so it's also fun hearing the songs again from the movie where they're slightly different and it gives it a little bit more flavor or just hearing a part and remembering oh hey this is that person on screen and not just another part in the song then you know, it is just a good, fun movie to come back to every once in a while.
1: Every time I, like, was setting up a sound system or readjusting it, I would use one of the greatest show the tracks to, like, <laughs> audio balance everything.
2: There's a lot of bass in some of these. That
3: makes yeah. sense. I, I really enjoy this movie. Uh, I never, like, I think I've seen it, like, this the third time I've seen it now. Like, I haven't seen it all that much, but I still love it every time I watch it. I love listening to all the songs overall just a really good time
2: you know what else has been a good time this podcast episode
3: this has been hq movie review i'm rachel
2: i'm josh i'm
3: jack and i'm heather good night
2: everybody
0: do it this time?
2: Nailed it. <laughs>